Hey, we're just interrupting for a quick second to let you know that we have more specials for you. This time at StealthyNutrition.com, we are doing free shipping for everything for the month of November. You do have to use a code for this, and that would be free ship. Put that in when you check out. You'll get free shipping on your order. We also have a special this month on our Bone Broth Protein Powder Plus. Now, if you haven't heard about it, it's a very unique um, form of protein powder. It comes from uh, the bone marrow of cows that are fed clean grass in Switzerland. So it is completely clean and it doesn't have any whey, it has no casein and it has no legumes or pea protein in it. So most people do really well with this the bone broth protein powder. I love it. I'm very sensitive to everything. And this is the protein powder that I have loved. And so I brought it into our product line. When you order the bone broth protein for the month of November, you'll get $5 off each tub that you buy. So put in the code BB5, bone broth 5, BB5, when you check out along with free ship, and you will get the $5 off each tub stealthynutrition.com free shipping and five dollars off protein powder this month of november all right let's do this who was it i drive it every so often so Bailey's can learn on i think we should put it on instagram highest no. bidder no. stealthy uh, truck for sale. Me and that truck have a lot of history. It's been around a while. I know, but I don't think we need it. Do we? Mm-hmm. We do need it? Yeah. And we need to go places that are really horrible, nasty, filthy. Um, Where are we going that's, that's the truck really that horrible, we'll nasty, and filthy? It's <laughs> right over here. <laughs> don't we have to get the power steering fixed in it, though? Mm-hmm. Oh. I just don't want to dump any more money into it, that's all. Yep. That's all, that's all. Um, okay. Well, this only took us, let's see, it's 10.51. This only took us, I think I mentioned that we should do some podcasts today. Only took two and a half hours to get us up here. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're doing so good. So many things. So many little things to do. Project after project. Yeah. Especially when... There's food involved and a big trip on the horizon. Yeah. You want to tell people about that? Sure. Yeah. We got a big trip coming right up. A uh, bunch of folks. We're going to be facing muleys again. Um, we got multiple families showing up for this one. Mm-hmm. It'll be the biggest group we've ever hunted with by far. Um, we got uh, we got the wives are coming and the calls are coming and the livesays are coming and the, the lampers. Hi, the wives. The lampers are coming. <laughs> oh, the lampers, <laughs> they're, yeah. They're one of the wives. Um, but you know, we're gonna um hopefully doesn't feel like mule deer weather out there right now. It's it seems it's cold, but it's been warm and the sun is out, it's blue skies. But um that is perfect for a youth hunt, which we have a couple of youth tags to fill. Uh, so we're going to go do that here shortly and put in some days. Uh, pay, or taking Paley out of school for a few days. 
So she's going to get some education, more education on deer hunting. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, right now it's, uh, you know, we're, we got a lot of planning and prep and backpacks loaded. It's much easier when it's just me. But then when you take the ladies and a kid, there's a lot of other things that you got to bring. And it's like three a different comfy food. mattress and a bunch of pillows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pillows and usually there's comforters books end up in the backpack and stuff like that but um one thing that's going to uh kind of alleviate a lot of those problems is llamas we got llamas we're going to be taking llamas it'll be a lot of fun um and we'll have a extra nice camp if the weather turns south which i can't imagine it's not going to turn south because it's been nice for so long it's inevitably it's going to hit right when we get over there but um yeah no we're we'll be ready for it got uh lots of food lots of food to work into the mix so mm-hmm. thought this would be a great day to talk about food and talk about um not just for about you know what we're, what we're packing on this trip but what i've pretty much gone to this season and um had a couple of new things tried out and talk about the food prep and the, the diy stuff and kind of what's in the food bag um and then what's going to be in our food bag for this next one okay so you've been making up a few new recipes this week or at least one new recipe this week i saw you Mm want to share that one that's very different than kind of your traditional recipes well um recipes yeah i guess the method of preserving is different for sure Mm -hmm. so in the past for folks that have listened to this a lot you know you've You've heard us talk about dehydrators and dehydrating food, which we've done a lot of. Um, and there's good and bad and there's pros, cons, and um, the dehydrating versus uh, freeze-drying. And this year, um, I happened to have a freeze-dryer on hand and have been playing around with that for the whole season. So I thought I'd talk about my experiences with that. Uh, the good, the bad, um, and why I'm kind of a fan of having both. Uh, but yeah, for the longest time, we've really just stuck to dehydrating meals. Uh, and, and as far as like doing dinners, and, you know, snacky type foods, obviously jerkies and leathers and fruit, things like that. Dehydrators work really well and they're cheap. They're, gosh, uh, the meat uh, dehydrator meet your maker dehydrator that we have we're using is 250 bucks prior to that we were using the uh, excaliburs which are great too um those usually run around 300 and i think they always have deals that knock a few dollars off that but um those have been great and you can put out a lot of food with those dehydrators for decent price um and there's there's definitely again going back to things we've we've talked about in the past But for those that haven't listened to those podcasts, you know, when you dehydrate, um, you know, you make up a meal. What I've noticed, some little tips on that is uh, uh, I usually, if I'm making up a saucy, like a, like a spaghetti dish or a quinoa dish, I'll usually go a little extra heavy on the sauce. For whatever reason, when you dehydrate, it feels like you lose some of the flavor, some of the sauciness to it. And so, um, I'll add just a scotch more salt as well as um, 
put it back, especially also when I'm dehydrating. So making meals like um one of my favorites is that now I'll just do a like a, a ground wild game. Usually it ends up beer, bear, elk, whatever. Um, so a bunch of burger, um, ground up really fine. Um and then uh add veggies, whatever veggies you want to toss in there. And then um, you know, a quinoa. And what I like about quinoa is quinoa just rehydrates really well. Um, there's a lot of other, even rice sometimes takes, I feel like another third of the time than quinoa does, or maybe twice, twice as long. But um, quinoa dehydrates or rehydrates really fast. So that's one of my favorites. And then always the go-to on the spaghetti. But the tricks to dehydrating your food and meals is, is definitely keep your pieces very tiny, uh, if not blended, um, really small pieces that they just tend to rehydrate better. Now, um, this year gone to going to this freeze dryer, uh, things have changed a lot. Um, I'm digging it. There's, there's a lot of upside to a freeze dryer and, one of the upsides is your pieces can actually be cut. You can actually have a pretty meaty, um, coarse meal and not have to have those things, you know, minced up so much like you do with a dehydrator. So, um, you know, I've definitely experimented and started off doing it just like I did. I worked the dehydrator, but I've found that I can use much larger pieces and I can just make uh, a lot more dishes with this freeze dryer than I could with the dehydrator. Um, they both have good and bad. Um, obviously the good with the dehydrator, the cost cost is it's, it's so cheap versus a, a freeze dryer. Uh, not everybody's going to be able to own a freeze dryer. I don't think they are very expensive. Cost is coming down on them. Um, they're getting kind of more mainstream, but, Still, you're looking like the one I have right now. I have a medium freeze dryer, and that is, gosh, I had prices up here. I think the medium is going to run $2,800 $2, for the medium. That is a lot of money. The large is $3,600. There is a small version, too, which is $24. That is a, that is a big expense. Um, I think everybody's got to decide if they're making enough meals to, uh, you know, make sense on spending that kind of back those kind of dollars on a on a freeze dryer. But um, fortunately, we get to get out a lot. We spend a lot of time in the mountains. We make a crud ton of meals, and it it does make sense to have a, a freeze dryer. We will end up paying for that thing um, over. Now, this is not my freeze dryer. I'm actually borrowing it from a good uh good buddy here in town and uh it works out really well now when i don't have access to this what i want to do is i will purchase a large version large version is a it's like a seven tray versus the four tray which i'm running right now on that medium and um i have their specs up right here so they do a small which is i think it's like a three tray I think food per batch, they're looking at about four to seven pounds. You can freeze dry. Uh, the one I'm using right now, I'm doing about seven to 10 pounds. 
per freeze. And then the large, you're looking at 12 to 16 pounds. And I, I use this thing so much that, um, it would make sense and I could justify getting the large version and uh, just get a lot more food out of one batch. So my purchase is going to be the large version. Uh, again, it's $3,600, but I tell you what, the amount of food that we can make and preserve and hold on to. And I mean, shoot, I don't know what do they say. This stuff lasts 25 years, It'll probably last your lifetime. Astronaut food. It just seems to last forever. If you, um, you do it right, you know, there's oxygen absorbers that you can put into kind of a, we use these uh, containers that kind of hold the air out for long-term storage. And then um, you can run a little oxygen bag, just like any freeze-dry company, like a mountain house or a peak refuel or any of those companies do um, oxygen absorber in there inside the bag after just a simple heat seal now um i've done the heat seal way where you just basically you know make this food um figure out your serving size by ounce put it into a bag of sorts and then uh, drop in an oxygen absorber and just heat seal the top um that's one easy way to do it um there's my way that I'm doing right now is I'm going through, I've gone through so much. I've used so many bags that I'm just putting in a little simple zip, Ziploc bag, no oxygen absorber. Um, and, you know, I built these, these meals prior to season and I'm building them during season. I'm building them right now. There's, there's a batch cooking right now, in fact. Um, so I'm using them so fast. I'm not really worried about the oxygen, um, about breaking down the food over time. And so I'm just running them in a zip. And as far as the meals go, um, you know, you can carry a Mylar bag to rehydrate it. So you just dump that into a Mylar bag and, and rehydrate it. Or you can just, you know, put it in a Mylar bag to start with. What I tend to do is I still just dump it in the Minimo cook pot. I add the water. Usually it's right about 10 ounces of water and then rehydrate it. And I'm eating it. and a matter of minutes and um there's a little cleanup time with that but um i'm willing to do that so that's kind of what i'm um i've done differently this year is i've utilized this freeze dryer a lot and it's not just with the meals yeah there's you know the spaghetti dishes and the quinoa dishes and um breakfasts now are very easy to do with the freeze dryer but uh Kind of walk you through i guess the process on how i do that um so i'm building these big batches like i i did the other day i did a big scramble so a big egg scramble it's another big bonus of having the, the freeze dryers you can actually cook up eggs uh, so my breakfasts have changed a lot i'm able to utilize veggies um you know the eggs from our chickens and then whatever wild game meat we have and build these egg scrambles it's like eating an omelet in the morning um, versus what I used to do, which was more of a, either a buckwheat or a oat type breakfast. Um, kind of nice using actual eggs, which I'd prefer to eat every morning if I could. And you can get creative with how you build these scrambles. But, um, so you, you know, you build up a big old scramble and I, I made a batch up that was about 10 pounds of scramble. 
the other day. Um, now with scrambles, there's, there's definitely tricks to doing it. You know, you can get a little bit heartier, um, meal out of it. You can keep your bell peppers. I use bell peppers, onions. I add some grated cheese or Parmesan, um, eggs, uh, and then, uh, what else do I put in there? Oh, whatever, you know, sausage you like to put in. So bear meat sausage is really good. Spice that up. And, uh, and then when you cook the eggs, I always cook them really kind of go on the lighter side of cooking them. So, uh, the worst thing you can do, I feel like is overcook your eggs. Cause that's going to be the rubber that you chew on at the end when you're actually eating the stuff. So, um, you know, getting those eggs cooked as light as possible. And, uh, that's kind of, uh, what I found that really helps to have a good, you know, tasty scramble when it's all said and done. But, um, so that has been a, a huge addition, just being able to build those scrambles and do eggs. Obviously you can't do eggs or cheese or anything like that with a dehydrator. So, um, this whole season, every day this season, I ate egg scrambles for breakfast mm -hmm. from August till now. Um, this next hunt we're going on, you like them. Um, Paley's not a big fan of eggs right now, so the kids just don't you went like more eggs. to a yeah. oatmeal breakfast, um, which is fine. But uh, I'm I'm such a big fan of the scramble. Like, there's days that it's it's a breakfast. There's days it's breakfast and dinner. Um, there's days that, you know, I don't do a breakfast. I'll do that for lunch. So, um, and it rehydrates in a matter of minutes. It's super easy. I feel like I've gotten to the point where I get so sick of like the oatmeals and stuff that I really appreciate. I think I'm going to appreciate having those nice eggs. I remember off grid. He did a some, scramble. Uh, an awesome. egg scramble, and that was like my favorite thing. Yeah. So yours is super good. I mean, we eat it. You leave any left here, we eat it. The kids will eat it, even though they won't eat the fresh eggs, which is really weird. I remember yeah, you it's... came home from a trip, and you were like, you guys can't eat that stuff. It's for hunting. And I was like, you made a ton of it. And it's sitting in the kitchen. Like we're eating it. And you're like, no, it's for hunting. And Paley's like, but it's so good. I like to eat it. And so I have um, to hide my, my well, scramble from I, now on. I think that, yeah. So the egg scramble it. is definitely a hit. And you know, the whole like breakfast routine in the morning, I, I think, I think part of like food prep is that's, scares people away from just even food prep in their average day not not doing a backcountry trip is is like how much time it takes to food prep and I started thinking about like yeah I mean I guess if you took a day a couple days or whatever a weekend and you just food prepped and you did this freeze drying and you made I mean you made four flats of that eggs I mean that's a lot of food that's that if we just ate that at home every morning and we just rehydrated it I mean, that would feed a lot of breakfast and it's so easy. Yeah, you don't have to get up and make bacon That's literally and eggs. like 24 meals right yeah. there. You don't have to slave. You, you take a couple days, you make a few favorite meals mm -hmm. and you can feed your kids really wholesome, good food in the morning and yourself as well. Like if you're in a hurry and you go to work, you just 
take it with you and you're hydrated at work or whatever and you got like a fresh meal and you don't have yeah. to make it in the morning because sometimes it's the food prep that even people in their everyday life they they get kind of daunted by what that looks like and just watching you do all this i think geez i mean you could you could have so much stuff freeze-dried and really yeah, not I, have to work at cooking it it's I like spent adding a hot water on of time food prepping um during before the season and then during the season in between trips it's a lot it definitely it soaks up some time for sure but in the end you're way happier that you've done it and uh i gotta say it's it's nice it's a good feeling having you know all these jars and containers these airtight containers mm-hmm. with a bunch of food that you can always go to um and yeah you know if you don't have something and you know, can't get to the store or whatever for whatever reason you just this stuff tastes fresh that's what i like about this freeze dryer is um as far as the nutrient levels you retain all the nutrients there's no when you dehydrate you lose a little bit it's it's not super significant i've heard 10 percent, possibly sometimes people say up to maybe 20 but um i would say it's i mean i still feel great when i eat dehydrated meals i've been doing it forever but uh knowing that all nutrients are retained um it does have a fresher taste to it uh mm-hmm. these meals that i'm doing now versus a say a dehydrated spaghetti or whatever um, so a couple of the differences when you when you dehydrate one of the advantages is um you lose more weight or uh sorry bulk bulkiness to your meal so side by side if you look at a dehydrated um bowl of spaghetti like one serving it's going to be not half um the bulkiness but significantly less bulky than a freeze-dried so if you're worried about like just um space taken up dehydrating is probably your best bet but um as far as just the overall taste i'm still a big fan of the the freeze-dryer uh, or I'm 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 a I'm a big fan of both, but I I really am liking the uh, the freeze dryer, and uh, and the ability to do these these foods that I couldn't do before. You know, like like I said, my egg scramble has got bear sausage, bell peppers, onions, eggs, cheese of some sort, um, and uh, it's cool having you know exactly what you would eat at home on the mountain. So um, that's been a big hit, and that's what. This next hunt we're going to be going on, we're all loaded up with scramble, mm-hmm. um, except for Paley. She'll eat it, but uh, she kind of chose to go with the uh, oats on this one. So, uh, outside of that, gosh, I'm going to go through my food bag, but kind of all the, the things that I've eaten this year, as far as what my bag looks like right now um it varies here and there i think everybody's does kind of want to mix it up at times but um you know this year i went heavy on the scrambles obviously coffees in the mornings uh, my daily snacks are uh, this year was heavy on the freeze-dried in the past i've gone heavy on the dehydrated um i really like to do uh, kind of a hodgepodge of fruit so I'll dehydrate some types of fruit. Bananas are really good dehydrated. Kind of have a chewiness to them versus when you freeze dry a banana, it's um, it's really good. It's got a good flavor profile, but it's it's crunchy, you know? It's like 
it's it's not the chewiness of a dehydrated banana um and then i've noticed doing like strawberries peaches nectarines um we do a lot of melons uh, i really like all of that done on the freeze dryer now i do also love melons like um, honeydews cantaloupe watermelon uh, i do a lot of that on the dehydrator going i I don't know. I like the chewiness of it, but I did some of that on the freeze dryer. I don't think it's as good, but, um, you know, as far as like apples, pears, bananas, strawberries, any kind of berry, those are all really good on the freeze dryer. So I went in this year, you know, one of the big pieces to my, uh, to my bag, my one and three quarter pound to two pound bag of food on my daily was, uh, was every bag pretty much has a mixed um mixed bag of different berries and fruits and things like that so one of the other things i always have in my daily is sweet potato leather I've talked about that a billion times people are probably tired of hearing me talk about it but still liking it still loving it it's got uh, just a pureed sweet potato uh, put in some apple, um, applesauce, and, and uh, a little bit of cinnamon, and you can mix honey in if it's not sweet enough for you, and, and turn that into a puree. Put it out on the dehydrator, and and yeah, let it ride, and then roll it up and um, take that out there. It's really good. I feel like it's a pretty good clean carb. Um, it suits me really well. Uh, jerky, uh, some hunts I run jerky, some hunts I don't, um, kind of half and half, I guess. Um, but I do like chewing on it. Made a lot of jerky this year on the dehydrator. Um, another thing that I'm doing that I did a lot was just mixed nuts. Um, I'm just taking, uh, you know, a bunch of like pecans and walnuts and almonds and then like seeds, sunflower seeds, um, hemp parts, stuff like that. And just making up my own little trail mix. Um, that's pretty hard to beat. So I went kind of heavy on that this year as well. And then one thing that I like in the bag is cheese. I just love cheese. I do great on cheese. I get sneers from Hill when I eat so much of this cheese, but she's not a big cheese fan. So I don't know if it's not that I'm not a cheese fan. It's you having cheese she looks like, sitting in your bag that's like not I guess when you're outside and it's cold, it's refrigerated, but I've seen it sitting in your bag in like a hot garage. For a month. It's disgusting. It's not good, isn't it? Never had an you issue. <laughs> you must have a steel gut at this point. Yeah, I know. I had comments. A lot of people wonder about that. But oh. man, we do the baby bells, you know, kind of those ones wrapped in wax and then um and the Tillamook singles. And, um, you know, I have two, three baby bells every day and two or three Tillamook singles in there as well. And yeah, even those hot August hunts, September hunts, um, on a 10 day trip, I'm still eating those on day 10 and they're great. Yeah, never had an issue. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know the science behind what you're supposed to allow that stuff to get up to in temp before you don't want to eat it, but <laughs> Maybe I'm eating it and I've never had a problem. That gives it some sort of um, stabilization. 
from refrigeration, but well, the Tillamook singles the Tillamooks are, are just wrapped. They're not even, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how you get away with it, but you do. Yeah, I don't know if it's something like I oil, would highly recommend to people. Like, the oil, like is it's been so hot, like it's kind of come away from the cheese and uh, I still eat those things like candy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other snacks or, you know, sometimes it's treated as a lunch, sometimes a breakfast, sometimes a dinner is, um, we've done this for a million times with those lotus noodles we get those from costco and then um those are a pretty decent um noodle they're not like a cheapo ramen type um what's in those lotus what are they made of i think of? they're just rice is it yeah rice noodles and I don't think there's any corn in them. Is there, there's no quinoa in them. Is there, I'd have to go look at it, but I believe they're brown rice noodles. That's it. They're like a ramen noodle, but they're just brown rice. There's no gluten in them. Yeah, they're good. And there's no potato in them because that's what we watch out for. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'll cook up a little batch of those, dump in a pack of Alono life, either chicken or bone broth, and then add a little sea salt. Now I have in the uh, ability to, use this freeze dryer i did a bunch of chicken this year like shredded chicken and then i did a bunch of bear meat just ground up bear meat and so i freeze dried a ton of that stuff and so i added that to the noodles and the bone broth and the sea salt and made it into more like a like a beef soup or a like a chicken ramen with actual chicken in it Mm -hmm. Uh, that was good so add a little meat to it and that was a, a really cool part of having the freeze dryer because, man, that stuff rehydrates super fast. Half the time that any dehydrated meal um, or ingredient takes to rehydrate. So um, that's kind of it for snacks. Uh, you know, we also make up a bunch of peanut butter bars, balls, um, oatmeal, a little bit of honey. Um, you know, butter, throw some chia seeds, get all kinds of creative with it. Make it how you like it. Those are easy to make. They're stable out there. Um, there's no dairy in it. Um, that was weird though. I used to make them and I used to add the coconut milk to them a lot mm-hmm. just to kind of help as a binder. And then I found that I don't really need it. And I never had issues with that either. And I'd be on these, <laughs> those hunts. Um, it's like a coconut cream. I just don't think they last as long. They last a lot longer than like other things would, but I think I remember, I feel like I remember them going bad faster. Like if we had them here at the house, they, they tended to fall apart faster. Like eventually they just fall apart and they don't hold their shape versus, you know, using like an Adam's peanut butter, um, and uh, just adding a little bit more of that and a little little bit of honey to keep it as a binder. So mm. I don't know. Um, we've got recipes for that on our website, by the way. Uh, other options for bars. I don't know. I threw some of those Unreal bars in your pack this year. Those are those Costco. It's like a dark chocolate mm, yeah. covering up a bunch of coconut. Those are really greasy, though. What's greasy that's in them? Is it coconut oil? yeah it's just it's i mean i think it's just coconut and dark chocolate yeah they get kind of they're good yeah they're really good if they're the cleanest i don't know but they're sure tasty mm-hmm. so that and then um 
Perfect bars are always easy. Now those are oily. Oh no, I'm I'm mixing up the unreal bar with the perfect bar. Yeah, perfect bars are oily. Yeah. They've got yeah. a lot of oil comes out if they get heated up. Again, my preference is uh not to be eating so many nut products. I've complained about that in the past um, um I think a year ago. So I tried when I made my fruit bag my food bag up for each day, we made our food bags. I tried not to add tons of nut stuff and I made my own, like you said, I put, we put together our own nut mixes instead of having prepared nut mixes. So maybe that'll, yeah, but yeah. Um, so that's kind of as simple as that is. That's been my, my food for the day. And then dinners, obviously we've talked about that. Sometimes I'll do an egg scramble for dinner. Sometimes that noodle bone broth, um, meat mix and then bear meat spaghetti spaghetti i've probably eaten more bear meat spaghetti this year than i don't know i've probably already had 50 nights of bear meat spaghetti out there and then the quinoa veggie elk curry is is pretty hard to beat as well mm. so um i could live on those two for dinners and then mix in an egg scramble on occasion i'd be perfectly happy but um yeah that i don't know that kind of covers what went into my food bag this year and what we have in our food bag for this next trip coming up. Um, pretty simple, pretty easy. Um, not a lot of crud in there and I feel great eating like this, eating, um, you know, that just under two pounds a day for me, even on the really intense hard hunts, there's always going to be a calorie deficit when you do those hunts. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I know, um, Brian, we just did a hunt and uh Brian Call was there and boy his bags were pushing like two and a half pounds. Um he uh each bag, each food bag? Yep. He eats a lot. He's always uh Cal, me and Cal were joking, like he's like a he's like a mouse. You always hear packages getting unwrapped <laughs> and uh, he's always chewing on something all day long. And when you pack two and a half pounds of food per day you're yeah you're always eating but that's what that's what kind of suits him and i think i get the opposite opposite lecture from you are you sure that's enough food you're mm -hmm. gonna be hungry you're gonna want to eat and it just looks like so much food to me because i'm just not used to eating that much food yeah but i th i think you're right last year i feel like we did a lot of snacking i don't even remember it was such a fast hunt last year it was like two days and the, yeah. the day that paley actually killed her deer we had breakfast i don't remember having a meal until we got home after our night pack we had noodles and broth yeah so i think i snacked through the day but i did not snack enough and i did not drink enough water and that's yeah, you where did i bonked you did it wrong i was not feeling out. well um yeah and it's cold. We've talked about that as well. It was cold. And so you just don't have the urge to drink as much. Mm -hmm. And when you're constantly moving, you have to be snacking on things. So I ate a ton. I heard Bailey say to you downstairs, dad, do we get Dodd's pretzels this year? <laughs> and you're like, no, I don't have any of those. And I just remember we bought a bag of those before we went over there and we split them up. And um, that is what I was right. that and like honey stinger waffles. We were you eating, guys and your honey stingers. I know. You guys were all over those things. But anything that was simple and quick, because you guys were running. I remember one situation where you guys hiked way up on that hill and I fell asleep on that rock for 
I don't know, me and Sly were down there for a while and I fell asleep on a rock. I should have been sitting there eating, but I was sleeping instead. But we were just always moving. Like we were going, going, going. So I I just never yeah. had the urge to eat a ton of food, which was a mistake. <clears throat> yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that. Yep. Well, we're gonna do it again and uh see if you've learned your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is um well, I guess it's not a question, but my observation is having had the dehydrators uh, and then having this freeze dryer, uh, the freeze dryer does take, it, it's not like it takes a lot more time than dehydration, but there's a little bit more prep you got to do. Sure. And it does take time. It's not like you can make a full set of meals in a couple days, which you can't even do with a dehydrator, but it does take more time. Yeah. So um, I can talk to that. Like, yeah, yeah with the dehydrator. You know, a lot of those meals you're looking at, some of them as light as 10 hours, 12 hours, 14 hours, maybe um, to kind of run a, a nice nine tray batch of dinners. Uh, obviously, there's a lot less when it comes to dehydrating fruits and leathers and vegetables and stuff like that. Um, but when you're doing the meals with, that have meat and all that kind of stuff in it, yeah, you're looking at that kind of time frame with the freeze dryer double that you're looking at about that's on average it's taking about 30 hours mm -hmm. to complete a cycle um so like right now the, it's just kind of um going non-stop did uh did a big old batch of spaghetti the other day um got everyone loaded up with that and then that went right into the scramble and then that went right into a big old batch of um just freeze-dried bananas which is what's freezing right now but um yeah it definitely takes a lot longer um but the important part is it takes half the time to rehydrate when you're on the mountain so freeze dryer food is much better um in that regard so you don't have to wait like 20 minutes and um, i've just found that when you rehydrate freeze-dried foods uh, rehydrates better like you don't have the issues of just stuff not getting fully rehydrated again right but um of course i do end up simmering it a lot and so i don't ever really have those issues when i do it that way on the jet boil but yeah so um a lot longer takes a lot longer to freeze dry a whole batch obviously the cost is way more involved when you're looking at purchasing one initially but um if you're really into food prep and you do trips a lot, if you're looking at, you know, 50 days a year, if you're looking at a hundred days a year plus, um, it might make sense. Um, it doesn't take too many years to pay that off. And honestly, again, it goes back to kind of like there's, there's great companies out there making great foods. There's a bunch of them. Um, but it's not, it's not the DIY. I want to make my own food and eat just what I like to eat. So, mm -hmm. uh, um, some about just making it yourself feels good. Uh, utilize a lot of the, the garden veggies that we have and a lot of the meats that we have in our freezer, um, versus, um, who knows what's in it from other companies. But that's why I think the investment makes a lot of sense. If you're just someone that does it, um, and it, it, it's kind of like, it, it'll turn into a hobby because, uh, 
I don't know, you don't have to go all in on like being a prepper or anything like that. But man, these days it is kind of nice to have a lot of food on hand, um, foods that you enjoy and you find deals on fruit or you have an abundance of garden vegetables and you have the ability to just freeze dry everything up and store it and hold it. And it's not something you have to purchase in the off season. It's kind of nice. Um, I like just knowing that I have all these containers of food at the ready uh, here at the house. Don't have to go to the store. So, um, and when it comes to what I'm going to be doing a lot in this off season, I'm going to be freeze drying a bunch of meat, um, just ground up burger, uh, that kind of thing. And so that I can add that to either meals next season or, you know, use it for different recipes, even in the off season. So that's, uh, that's my spin on freeze dryer versus dehydrated. Um, again, if you're just dehydrating, I'd encourage you to keep doing it that way. If, if this is an investment, that's too big, but, um, because we, man, we've got away with the dehydrator for years and years and years, and it's a great way to go. Um, a very, you know, efficient way to go and, uh, still make your own meals. But. Perhaps. Perhaps we can get Harvest Right to work with us and we can maybe get people some code, maybe get them a code or something in the future. I mean, that would be great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'd be awesome to be able to get a little bit of a discount for people on those because they are super expensive. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know anybody at Harvest Right. And, um, they're kind of the go-to when it comes to freeze dryers. Right. They are kind of owning the market when it comes to like just a home style freeze dryer that you can just run in your basement or in your garage or whatever that's what we have ours is down in the basement yeah so yep cool all right all right well that was a nice short and sweet one mm -hmm. good job um i think this will be really useful to people we get tons of questions about backcountry food still um, if you do need help with dehydration or canning we do have our old canning and dehydration guide which is on our website if you actually go to the newsletter, if you go to sign up for the newsletter, you should get that free in the newsletter. There's a link in there that you can get it for free. And um, you can also buy it for $10 off the website if you don't want to be on our email newsletter list. But uh, yeah, check that out. We need to do an updated one, I think, babe, at some point. Mm -hmm. um, maybe even a class. Wouldn't yeah. that be great? We get tons of these questions. So all right. Well, we'll we'll do a follow up when we get back from Haley's hunt, um, and we'll see who. Make sure I, I was well fed. <laughs> I think you'll be well. I'll fed. eat egg scramble all day. I told you that. Just put a bunch of egg scramble in my bag, and I'll yeah. eat that all day long. You just gotta eat what's in that bag. Make sure mm -hmm. that it is completely empty at the end of the day. Mm. You'll be fine. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, everybody, have a great week. So we wanted to let you guys know that during the month of November, we are going to be running a couple of specials over at StealthyHunter.com. All things on the site, all things Stealthy branded gear. So the optics covers and the sumo belts and the kit sacks and the glassing pads, all those during the month of November are going to be 10% off as well as free shipping. So Go on over to StealthyHunter.com, check everything out there, and grab something for your next hunt.
Thank you.